Kate Holiday, and I'm here with Ryan Rivers. If you guys, if this is your first time to the lab, welcome. This is a show where we dig in and dissect to a wide variety of topics. We uh, upload to iTunes every Saturday, as well as broadcast on shortwave radio through WRMI. Um, the show comes on two or three times a week, I think. You guys can find their website and the airtimes if you want to uh, try out shortwave. It's interesting, for sure. We've said that many of times, but it still kind of baffles me the kind of things that come through. If you guys want to send us an email with either, you know, your thoughts on the episode or some show suggestions or any, you know, anything, send it to theweeklylab at gmail.com. That's right. So last week, we were talking about how to beat the winter blues. Yeah. And, you know, we gave some suggestions, some things maybe we would do. We read off the websites of the common ones, and we quickly picked them apart. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to go buy $1,000 worth of ski gear and go hit the slopes. Right. You're like, well, winter's coming to a close, and now's <laughs> the time to buy all this expensive winter gear. Let's get to it. Yeah. So, but I mean, if you have the resources, that is a one one way to do it. Why it's not? just literally, we haven't had any snow this year. Mm-hmm. We had like one good day of snow, and other than that, it's been pretty disappointing. So, yeah. at this point, I'm pretty much over it. I'm ready to move on. Well, there you go. Ready for temperatures to warm up. So with that being said, we're back today with another topic, and uh, we're going to go with a current event. Yeah, we usually don't dig into like whatever is uh, mainstream going on and that type of thing, but mm-hmm. I thought this one was interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty pertinent. It's yeah. the talk of the town. It's the, uh, the whole virus scare, you know, the coronavirus that, uh, I mean, if you go to Google and you type in the letter C, that's all you get. Mm-hmm. results for that type of thing so that shows you how much uh people um, are looking for it right right and how much the media is trying to shove it down your throat oh yeah um again not trying to downplay it to the point where it's um disrespectful i guess to others that have suffered through it mm-hmm. but at the same time not to um not to do what the media is doing and literally trying to just freak everybody out over it you yeah know? i mean it's important sure to be prepared to be ready that type of stuff yeah but i feel like stuff like it's that this gets more coverage than like um like a huge category five hurricane brewing off the coast you know like that type of yeah thing. if something like that was to happen right now it'd probably be pushed to the wayside and i think when it comes to this kind of stuff it's like shame on the media for making it into something because they want the views they do yeah. you know like obviously it's a big deal like there's things going on but throughout history Mm-hmm. similar things have happened right and it's like every time something like this comes around they they see it as an opportunity to just like blow up social media and the news and everything yeah. that you're watching mm-hmm. so as everybody knows it uh it was first identified in china mm-hmm. and from there i mean it spread um you know throughout china there's been i think cases in um at least one in uh south korea mm-hmm. uh in italy now yeah uh, some countries in South America, I think Mexico also had a case. I was going to say, I've got like a list in front of me off the CDC website, yeah, which yeah. is Go ahead. probably some of the most reliable information. Because, you know, I was just talking to Ryan this morning. I've seen like eight different articles mm-hmm. on social media from people posting or like posts you might like or something. Right. And they're all contradictory. <laughs> so I don't trust anything. Like Ryan and I were thinking, where can we get legit information? And it's like .gov, CDC, like things where you know that they're not just going to blow smoke yeah essentially right they're trying to get their ratings up or anything like that yeah so uh, some of the places like big name places obviously china hong kong taiwan afghanistan australia bahrain belgium brazil mm-hmm. canada egypt germany 
the U.S., Japan, Italy, like all the big countries, which obviously you can't really avoid it at that point because if, if one person gets it and you live in a big area, like a busy city or something, that stuff spreads like wildfire. Right, yep. Especially sure. when it comes to viruses. So, um, yeah, it's, it's literally a long list of countries that already have an exposure, like a confirmed case. Yeah. Um, so, like, what we were going to talk about is the reaction, I guess, from not only the media but from uh, those that – that play into it mm-hmm. or not play into it, but, you know, focus on just that. Um, what I was wanting to say is like back, I mean, just think like in the last 15 years, mm-hmm. you know, what all did you have going on? You had uh, Zika virus, Ebola, you had Ebola, you had swine flu, you had avian flu, H1N1, you had, you know, all these different things. And every time it was the same message from the media, like, oh, this is detrimental and this is going to, yeah, you know, just wipe out everything. And it just causes so much panic. Yeah. I don't want to say like nothing happened because obviously, I mean, some people, you know, suffered and lives were lost. Yeah. But the way they make it sound, it's like, it's like in a, um, like in a movie, mm-hmm. you know, how it's going to like end up where like there's tumbleweeds blowing through your neighborhood and yeah. you're just looking at your window knowing you can't leave your house. Like that's the kind of stuff that, that they make it uh, sound like. So um, what I was wanting to say is the, uh, the flu, mm-hmm. you know, people get the flu. Right. All the time. Yeah. And so just to compare, so you have this, uh, this coronavirus, right? Right. Um, according to, uh, John Hopkins medicine. Okay. Which I feel is a reliable source. Yeah, I would agree. Um, as of yesterday, so the 28th of February, 2020, mm-hmm. there have been 2,000 871 deaths from this coronavirus worldwide. Okay. Worldwide, okay? Yep. Zero have taken place in the United States. With the same um, same locations here, so worldwide from the just the flu, you know, you go and get your flu vaccine and hope mm-hmm. it protects from those certain strands that are going around. Uh, they estimate the number to be somewhere, and it's hard to get exactly – uh, accurate numbers, you know, from John Hopkins, because they're not the ones seeing all the patients. They're taking it off right. of what other facilities are telling them. But at the most worldwide, they have uh, confirmed s- over 600,000 deaths from the flu worldwide. Okay. Is this in like the last year? That is, uh, yes, it is. Sorry. Oh yeah. my gosh. It is. Yeah. And that that's where it gets to the point where like you cannot keep track. Like the coronavirus is still being closely monitored enough uh-huh. and the numbers are low enough that they can literally get it down to the number. So that's why doesn't the, like, why doesn't flu season get the same attention? You know what I mean? Right. Cause I mean, I've had the flu before in the past. Mm-hmm. I get a flu shot hoping that it protects me from that strand. Yeah. How right here around the world, you have almost three quarters of a million people that have died in the last year from the flu. Yeah. 61,000 in the United States. Yeah. 61,000 people have died from the flu. In the past In the year. United States, in the past year, and there's been zero from the corona. Now, obviously, you know, this just stemmed from, like, what, a month ago? Yeah, I so, was going to say. So, I mean, I can see the time frame, sure. Um, but why doesn't the flu season, like, why doesn't the common flu influenza or whatever, same, you know, like the, those, right, those rhinoviruses, why doesn't that the, get the same attention or the, the same reaction, I guess? Yeah, the only thing I can think of is that this is new, like... As far as like being brought up to this level, because a lot of people on social media were commenting on posts about the coronavirus saying this is nothing new. 
because they were saying if you look on the back of a Lysol spray can, it mm-hmm. actually talks about being able to kill coronavirus. Right. And Lysol's been in the market for years and years and years. So obviously it's not a new diagnosis. Mm-hmm. It's just maybe being brought up because now it's on like a worldwide level. I don't know. Um, the other thing though, on that same le- on that same note, everybody's screaming on the media that there's no there's no vaccine to prevent it. Mm-hmm. Like there's I there's no this. vaccine, and I love it's this like conversation. Okay, but do you understand how a vaccine works? Right. Like your flu shot, you get at Walgreens or wherever you go to get your flu shot. Mm-hmm. That's not a guarantee. Right. It's the the best uh, shot that you have. Right. The, the no State Department, <laughs> the CDC. All those combine their little uh, brains together and they say, what strands of virus have we seen recently? Mm-hmm. We're going to protect against those strands. Right. And that's what they give you. And if it just so happens that a different strain of virus is going around, that flu shot didn't do anything it's for you. It's not going to happen. And that's that's why some people, okay, so if you guys are not aware, Ryan, I do work in the healthcare industry But that's what sometimes people don't understand about getting a flu shot every year. Mm -hmm. It's because viruses mutate and change. Like they're learning. They're like almost like little robots, AI robots. So the flu shot that comes out every year is a different shot every single year. There's like the basis where you have to ask if they're allergic to eggs and stuff because like the foundation is the same. But what they're trying to protect you against is how the flu had mutated the year before, Mm -hmm. essentially. So any virus, which the corona is a virus. Right is going to be mutating. So even if there was a vaccine, there's no guarantee that you're going to be protected. It's just your best chance mm-hmm. at being protected. Right. So, and even honestly, people who had like measles, mumps, rubella vaccine doesn't mean they were 100% guaranteed because what if your body didn't take the immunity? Right, yep. It's just your best chance at staying healthy. And the problem with viruses, uh, they, like you said, they do mutate. Mm-hmm. However, not all viruses have that capability. You know, right. that's why a rabies vaccine has been around for so long. Yep. The rabies virus doesn't like realize, oh, I can't attack anybody anymore because they're immune. So let me mutate. You like yeah. that type of thing. You yeah. Know? But these rhinoviruses that go around that cause, you know, the, um, the flu symptoms that everybody uh, seems to have, that type of thing. Like those viruses are constantly changing yeah. the way that they attack the cells, the way that they get into the cells, replicate, all that type of stuff. Yep. And... A lot of people don't realize it. Some, a lot of people do, and I want to give them credit, but they think that an antibiotic is going to knock it out. Oh, yeah. To where Love that. Antibiotics kill bacteria, bacterial infections. That's what they treat. Yeah. Antibiotics have zero impact on the flu. Yeah. Or any other type of virus for that matter. And any of those medications, I think we've talked about it before, like Tamiflu or any of those flu medications you right. see on TV. If you read the fine print, uh-huh. you literally have to get those medications within 48 hours of knowing for a fact that you have the flu. And it literally only diminishes your time of having the flu by like three days. I was going to say, yeah. And then you look at that part, like so, compared to others that didn't take it, the yeah. symptoms improved in three days. Like you're still going to feel like crap. Right. You know, and the virus... That's that's why it's so hard to get rid of the virus because you can't you can't get rid of the virus without killing the host cell if that makes sense. Yeah. And maybe I'm using the wrong word kill, but like the virus gets inside that cell mm-hmm. and it's using that. So in order to get rid of it, it's almost like cancer if you think about it. Yeah. Like you got to get rid of the good in order to get rid of the bad. Yeah. And I mean, how are you going to go in there and zap that crap out of there? You know. Right. To whereas antibiotics, they show up and they can just literally cling on to the bacteria, mm-hmm. kill it. And then you get it out of your system. Yeah. And that's been like a spiral effect for decades about, you know, like um, antibiotic resistance mm-hmm. and things. Yep. That's because people go into doctor's offices demanding antibiotics for things that don't need them. Right. And then, I mean, the world's crazy. So then things are antibiotic immune. Right. And then so that it's- just like viruses, anti- uh, bacteria 
start to shape themselves and they can become resistant. Yeah. Like, um, what's the one like MRSA? Mm-hmm. Is that the one that, uh, or C. diff, sorry. Oh, C. diff? C. C. diff, C. diff is the it's one terrible. that, like, I think maybe there's only like one antibiotic that can kill it or something like that. Yeah. Like, don't quote me on that. Um, but, but I, I mean, know there's... that C. diff is like one of the ones where once you have like no good bacteria left in your system. That's your only hope. That's, you know, that's. Uh, I think, yeah. Depending on the person too, because if you have an allergy to certain antibiotics, there's only, it. yeah, there's only certain <laughs> ones you can take after all these years. There's probably multiple conditions that this has happened to over like. Right centuries that's why want, like back but... in the day when they uh discovered penicillin mm-hmm. it was it literally killed every type of thing oh yeah you know you and got it for everything um i think penicillin is just used for what strep throat yeah strep throat and stds i think yeah, but it's like it literally your kidneys or your heart after working in healthcare for like 10 years almost mm-hmm. i've i could probably count on two hands how many times a doctor has prescribed penicillin right. meds for something yeah it's very, like, not common at all anymore. And that's what you do here is that that used to be, like, the go-to drug. Mm-hmm. And uh, now they have all these other fancy ones that have uh, way more. They're, like, combo drugs, right, mixed that's what drugs. Right, I was trying to say. They, um, like, the uh, Augmentin mm-hmm. has the uh, amoxicillin and the uh, cluvinate acid or whatever it's called that gets yeah. in there and kind of like a key method. Yeah. So, um, and... Not to just, you know, and I'm not bashing anybody's like personal opinions and how they handle their health care. But mm-hmm. it's like, how many people in today's society would get the vaccine? If they had a uh, If they had a coronavirus. Yeah. That's a good question. You know what I mean? Like, and it's not to say one. I mean, I think vaccines are the right way to go, obviously. Right. But that's personal opinion. Everyone's entitled to their own. Granted, in our line of business, they tell you to get a vaccine. You get it mm-hmm. to keep your job. But in reality, nowadays, with everyone being so opinionated and, like, thinking all these things about vaccines and you got the anti-vaxxer movement and stuff, like, I, I don't think at this point it would even do anything because not that That's large of a consider. population yeah. would get it. But um, you, mentioned, uh, you mentioned Ebola earlier. Mm-hmm. So let's look at that real quick, okay? Because I know for a fact, I mean, uh, even people from our own jobs got deployed to uh, the borders to make sure that they were screening people for Ebola yep. and all this type of stuff. Yep, yep. So with those numbers from Corona, mm-hmm. and I feel like Ebola got the same amount of attention. Yeah. Uh, there was 11 cases in the United States for Ebola. Dang. And there was two deaths. Wow. 11? 11 cases were confirmed in Ebola. Hmm. And I think, too, when that whole... And Ebola is still a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's still around, but no one's talking about it anymore because they've moved on to... Coronavirus. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, you know, I saw in the news, too, about Trump getting a lot of crap for shutting the borders down and flights and all that kind of stuff. And people were like... Some people were like, we should have done it sooner. Some people were like, why are we even doing it? Which is just mind-blowing to me. And it has nothing to do with Trump, but it has something to do with the country as a whole. Right. And I think Ebola, they were like quick to jump on the bandwagon. Like, I think it was pretty much immediately that we sent people down there and they mm-hmm. were like doing, they had like temperature guns. They were like zapping people from far away to check their temp and all yep. that kind of stuff. I think they took way quicker action. I feel like than they are right now. And there's more cases in the U S hmm. so it's just interesting how it's like handled whenever this kind of stuff comes up. Yeah. Um, that's, that's very true. What about the reaction from, uh, I guess you could say, uninterested parties, like people that have nothing to do, people that are just living their life in in the United States, mm-hmm. and um, they're, they don't travel abroad, anything like that. Yeah. Um, and the reason I bring that up is because the stock market has absolutely plummeted. Yeah. Like, it was at all-time highs. I mean, the record that it was setting 
was never seen before. Uh, you know, it's been like that for a long time too, like months. Yeah, the last setting records. Yeah, a few years. Um, but the Dow Jones almost crossed over the thirty thousand mark. Yeah, never happened before. Um, I know the S and P five hundred was like ridiculously high. It was uh, thirty four hundred. Yep. And um, and I remember whenever I was looking at the S and P back, you know, two or three years ago. I mean, it was down right around twenty five hundred. You know. So now, if you look at the chart, both of those have absolutely tanked, and so has NASDAQ. Literally every stock that I own and uh, mutual fund, <laughs> yeah. everything has pretty much crashed. Yeah. So. Which now's the time to buy. It is. That's what I was going to say. Because <laughs> everybody, everybody is flipping out, and they're selling everything, or they're converting it to something else. And if you're like close to retirement and you can't take that kind of a hit, mm-hmm. like me, I'm in for the for the long run, you right. know. So I mean, I know it's going to recover. Sure. But I can't believe that every single person that has influenced the stock market is like on the cusp of, oh, I'm retiring in five years, so I want to get my money now. Yeah. So why is everybody legitimately freaking out? Because I feel like if you're semi knowledgeable not even semi if you know anything about the stock market whenever these kinds of things happen that's what happens to the stock market and then like gold silver platinum all that stuff goes up because they're like you know stock market's up that stuff's down and vice versa um but you don't have to know that much about the stock market to know that it does like ebb and flow with this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. and it always comes back up so i don't know why people freak unless like you said they're in that situation if not either buy stocks if you got the money now because everything's way cheaper or ride it out yeah, and exactly, exactly. Like, but I think it's just another reason to cause pandemonium. Like, it absolutely is. And whenever you go to these these websites, like every news, um, every news station has a um, financial part or whatever, you know. And you click yep. on that tab, and what does it show? It shows everybody at Wall Street with their heads in their hands, they, they're looking like they're <laughs> absolutely panicked. They're all on like two different phones up through their ears and that type of thing. But it's yeah. like. What are you what are you flipping out about? And I I wouldn't be surprised if some of those pictures aren't even taking place right now. Like yeah, they, they just like use like old like, photos right, yeah, when yeah, a legit true. thing was happening. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cuz those are the kind of people that know it's going to come back. Like unless your whole job is like making money from stocks and that's how you make your living, yeah, you might be a little tight right now. So, that's the other thing. You bring that up. So, I wanted to talk about that. So, I know we did a um, we did a show on conspiracy theories. Mm-hmm. So, there was one thing that I read where it says, of course these people are being dramatic on TV mm-hmm. because they're making the money off of this. Right. So, every time somebody buys a stock or sells a stock, they get a commission off of it, right? Yep. So is it these people that are like, oh, it's terrible, like these brokers that mm-hmm. are like, hey, you know, so-and-so, you need to sell your stuff because this is bad. Yeah. And they're like, oh, okay, I'm going to sell it. And then, hey, I just got my commission. Woohoo! Yeah, and I'll and be fine. somebody I'm... else walks in and they're like, hey, so uh, uh, I don't know anything about the stock market, but I'd like to start investing. This is a perfect time to invest. Have a seat. Let me tell you about you Yeah, know? everything's so cheap right now. And then, hey, I got my commission. And it just goes back and forth. I mean, is like that going on? Probably. Probably to some extent. Yeah. I mean, that's but definitely like, not far-fetched. I don't know if they have like, you know, influence over what the media shows or anything like that. I doubt it. But I I wouldn't put that past that type of stuff to, to be going on, you know, because I yeah. think people are making millions off of, you know, the what's going on the in general crashing and the market going up and all that type of stuff. And I mean, it causes so much drama in general, whether it's politics, stocks, yeah. Um, you know, when I, anytime like a large disaster happens or whatever, what really upsets me is that the market, not the stock market, but like the manufacturers of things that people need oh, yeah, yeah. to survive 
capitalize on this. And literally, I've said this a couple times when it's come up. I'm like, this is how, like, you know, 28 days later, the movie, whatever, all those, like, um, you know, like, infection mm-hmm. things. I'm like, this is why it happens because manufacturers jack up the prices because they're like, oh, it's in demand. Right. But it's like, I guarantee the materials you need to make that specific product did not, like, change. Yep. So you're still going to make a profit because everyone's going to want to be buying it. It's greed, man. Yeah, greed, it, greed runs the world. But literally, you're raising the price to the point where nobody can afford these things yeah. or you're out of stock because you're just not producing enough mm-hmm. now that you know it's coming and everyone suffers. Yeah. So like medical equipment is already struggling. Like, yeah, granted, like being out of stock is one thing. I can understand that. Like right. something big happens and everybody clears your shelves. Okay, yeah, sure, it's out of stock. Understandable. But like what you're saying where these prices go up, and yeah. that's my job at work is to buy medical supplies for the building. Right. And hit and refresh on the webpage as stuff's happening, you don't see too much. But over the course of a week, whenever I check the prices of different stuff to try to get an order together, yep. like that stuff has, I mean, yeah. It's, it's just amazing probably. how over 24 hours, the price for gloves and masks have went up as high as it has, you know? Yeah. It's, and it's like, it's, it's not like it's not obvious. Right. Like yeah, people exactly. know what you're doing and it's, but we don't have a choice. Because then and I they like, know that. I even went to like the dental vendor that we use for dental supplies mm-hmm. and was just trying to get a mask that a dentist would wear. Nope. Those things are way up in price too. Cause everybody else had the same idea and was oh like, well, gosh. if this is the only thing I can get it, I mean, it'll work. Hey, guess what? We can charge double for this now. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and I think that with this whole thing, like stock markets and all that kind of stuff, and granted, a lot of um, producers are in China. Like, although over the last couple of years, the economy has brought a lot of stuff back to America. But, like, we still need certain products from overseas. And we're not shipping a lot of those products in. So it's like, okay, so if you're going to cause this, like, chaos about this whole situation, you're setting us up for failure because... We're not, we, maybe we don't have enough resources to sustain this for a long period of time because people were raising the prices. Not everyone can afford it. Yeah. You're not bringing in stuff from overseas. Like it's going to be like a trickle down effect unless people just calm down. And these cruise ships, huh? Ugh. That's yeah. the other thing. Like the tourism industry is taking Ugh. a hit. Yeah. I and mean, how would you like to be on a cruise ship? And then they're like, hey, no country will let us pull in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and oh, by the way, there was one person that may or may not have Corona. So now you're all quarantined and you got to stay in your rooms. Yeah. Like, I think I would have lost it. Jump overboard. Uh, yeah. If I was close enough. Because like my mom told me a while ago that one of those like Queen Mary ones got mm-hmm. put on quarantine. And I'm like, but are they at the pier or are they like anchored out in the ocean? Because if I was at the pier, like, yeah, just jump and go. <laughs> You're like deuces make a run for it because i would probably lose my mind yeah being stuck on a cruise ship for that i, I don't want to go on a cruise anyways but Ever. i think i would yeah i would become claustrophobic and i'm not claustrophobic um so the moral of the story is buy your stocks now buy your stocks now wider low for sure and you can buy all sorts of all sorts of different ones you know mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much everything whatever you want chances are it probably took a hit one way or the other right um Another thing is now save your money if you can afford to for travel because a lot of the travel stuff is banned. So you can't take trips. Someone at work had a trip get canceled recently because it was overseas. Mm -hmm. Um, They're pulling a lot of like college campus trips like for international, Mm -hmm. like, you know, like abroad studying and all that kind of stuff. So now's the time to save your money since you can't really travel anyways. And, you know, I mean, that makes sense. Some people are, like I said, a little upset about that. Mm -hmm. But why? Don't be, I mean, I'm not going to say don't be stupid, but be smart. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Like these things happen for a reason. It's to protect you. But, you know, I also feel like anytime I travel, like I still get like sick somehow. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know it's nothing like compared to the coronavirus. Sure. 
But, I mean, I feel like that's just it comes with traveling, you know, no matter where you go, you kind of come back and you've been exposed oh, to sure. something that your body hasn't seen in a while. So it flares up a little bit, something yep. like that. And honestly, you don't even have to travel to do it. Cause what if the person next to you did? Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, the same, con- it's the same concept. What and that's, if? that's one of the biggest things too. Like I'm sure everyone's aware of it, but the transmission for viruses is like through like people coughing on you, sneezing, yep. not washing their hands is the biggest thing. Sleaze, uh, sleazy, snappy. Slappy, <laughs> grumpy, grouchy, yep, snorry. Yeah, all the, all yeah. those things. But it's like there's certain ways to protect yourself, and it's pretty simple. Yeah. So, so um, if anybody has a fever, cough, and body aches, mm-hmm. you know, take care of yourself. But yeah. But don't jump to any conclusions. Right. And I think the expectation is if you're sick, stay home. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, don't Can't stress that enough. If I mean, if there's stuff that you have to get done. That's a little bit different. Wear a mask or something in public. Like, don't touch a bunch of stuff. But, like, the expectation is if you don't feel good and you're exhibiting those signs, you probably don't have corona, but just stay home. Yeah, unless you're that one lady at work that just cannot get sick right now because you have so much stuff going just on. so busy. Yeah, I, I know. I cannot be getting sick right now. It's like, okay, you say that, but you're sick. So, <laughs> already done. Done deal. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, um, yeah, the weekly lab at gmail.com is how to get a hold of us. Tell us what your thoughts are on the whole coronavirus or any other type of virus for that matter. Maybe you got a computer virus and you just can't kick it. Maybe. Um, you know. Those you are can... contagious too. Yeah, apparently No vaccine so. for those. Apparently so. <laughs> and again, we're not... Uh, we're not uh, taken away from anybody that suffered from it or anything like that. We're, yep. um, I mean, I totally acknowledge that, yes, it is something bad and it is, it is going oh, yeah, around. For sure. um, however, before you flip out, just look at the big picture of everything. Mm-hmm. And then as a, you know, as a historian myself, I always like right. to look at the past and see, have we come across this before? Yeah. If so, did we handle it? Yes. If we did, how did it turn out? Like Honestly, what, was, what was the result of, of the way that we handled it back then? Was it bigger than... We expected, do we not prepare enough? Like that type of thing, you know? Yeah. And I think most places are postured to respond to this kind of stuff and handle it. It's just, I think it gets wound up into this whole thing just sure. to cause a frenzy, which it happens. It's practical to some extent. So yeah, be prepared, but you know. But don't let it ruin your life. Don't yeah. let it run your life. Like don't think you can't go outside or like yeah. do anything. For sure. For sure. So, all right. Well, what's for next week? Do we know? Um, we don't know, but I've wanted to possibly start on our dog series. A dog series. All right. Yeah. So there we have it. Okay, I mean, this is the lab. Kate's going to bark like a dog. Yeah. Ryan, <laughs> Ryan had this really funny idea um, about me taste testing dog treats. Yeah. That's what I was thinking. Like, uh, we, oh my gosh. If we're going to do a dog series. Yeah. I think we should do a food review. Yeah, for all the pet owners out there will know what their dog is experiencing. Yeah, although I'm not a dog, but it was more or no, less. No, but you would, you know, you would take that hit and you would do it for them. So you would. Yeah, taking you know, it for the team. Yeah, get you some wet food, some dry kibble. Because it's, you know, it's like if if you wouldn't eat it, why would you feed it to your pet? There you go. Right? So, so. I think she needs to eat it. <sighs> um, we like to feed our dogs tuna twice a week and it really makes their coat shiny. So yeah. I'd probably mash some tuna up in your food as well. Absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. There you go. I don't know. I might have to like suck it up if I'm going to do it for my hair because I do like having shiny hair, but I probably will throw up. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So yeah, let us know. The weekly lab at gmail.com, Kate Holiday's Facebook page. Give us a vote, yes or no, as to whether or not she should try some dog food. (laughs) Um, Please vote no. So we'll be back next week with another episode of The Lab.